Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. Tunes are cool and the jokes are clever. It's worth while endeavor. Welcome to Best Song Ever. What a beautiful pod I have found with this squad. You and me. I'm Luke Levin. That's Kevin Connor. Hey, What's up, Kev? Oh, you know, I, I don't... Luke, I... You know what? My, I have a New Year's resolution. It's almost March and I've got one. I'm going to write down a thing, a list of things that <laughs> You're are You're never up. ready. I'm never ready! How? How? <laughs> we're good... We've known each other for like over a decade. We're We're pals... We've, we're, I've stood in your wedding, you're standing in mine. How is it that I cannot fucking answer the question, what's up? It's a, uh, it's, you know, it requires a complex answer. Sometimes like it's not so simple. I'm in headlights every <laughs> single time. You'll get there, buddy. Uh, you know, I've been doing this podcast five years. I think you're coming up on two, so yeah. by year five, you'll, you'll be set. Right. So um, only only three more years of mediocrity for the listeners at home. <laughs> there you go. Um, but did you get the reference in my intro there? Uh, it was with context clues. Yeah, I, I know what you. I know I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't so you, it was why don't a little. You, why don't you enlighten everybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do that. Uh, it was a little play on the lyrics of "In the Aeroplane Over the Sea" by Neutral Milk Hotel. Which I just checked the release date and uh, came out February tenth, uh, nineteen ninety eight. So twenty five years, and uh, listeners of the show will know that the short lived cult classic psychedelic brass band is one of my favorite bands of all time. Uh, maybe you're like me and one of your friends slipped you a copy of their album, or maybe you've seen the iconic album art. It's up on the wall behind me. Uh, made by Chris Bilheimer. It's an amazing album cover. Maybe you've seen the episode of Parks and Rec where <laughs> Aubrey Plaza, as April, says that they're her favorite band. But you might be wondering, how can a band that only released two albums be so revered and beloved by music nerds and critics alike? How can they have such a lasting legacy when their run was so short? And does Neutral Milk Hotel possess some magical musical power that has somehow entranced generations of listeners? Let's find out as we look at the rise and reign of Neutral Milk Hotel. Like so many others, I found out about this band by word of mouth and quickly spread the word to all of my music-loving friends, and that's exactly the environment that birthed this iconic Elephant Six Collective, which contained the likes of Elf Power of Montreal, Olivia Tremor Control, Apples and Stereo, and of course Neutral Milk Hotel, which was the project of singer-songwriter Jeff Mangum. Jeff grew up in Ruston, Louisiana. He and Robert Schneider from Apples and Stereo grew up hanging out on the college campus where their fathers were professors. And as they grew older, their group of friends would congregate in the college radio station, pulling obscure tracks to wow their buddies. They had a great collective of creative friends back in Ruston. Uh, Just to name a few of the people involved, Laura Carter of Elf Power, another honorary member of Neutral Milk Hotel and the best story from their 
original aeroplane tour is that Laura Carter would play her parts early in the show, then run back to the soundboard and basically coach the sound people on like when they were going to change instruments and like just work through the chaos of their live set. And uh, this group also included Will Hart and Bill Doss of Olivia Tremor Control. And of course, Julian Coaster, their friend from New York who would end up joining the band years later, but he loved hanging out with this crew in Ruston, Louisiana And as they all got older, they went their separate ways. And after traveling and touring for some time, Jeff ended up in Denver at his childhood friend Robert Schneider's Pet Sound Studio. And that's where they would record on Avery Island. This record was mainly a creation of Jeff brought to fruition by Robert and some local players since the rest of the members hadn't joined the band yet. And Jeff made music under the Neutral Milk Hotel moniker, before and he had the ep which will be on this compilation that we'll talk about uh but his earlier work was a little more chaotic a little fuzzier a little rougher around the edges so on avery island the first neutral milk hotel album is really this perfect marriage of jeff's fuzzy punk fury and robert's beatles inspired composition philosophy this collaboration would create the signature sound of neutral milk hotel and plant the seeds that would bloom on aeroplane With that album under his belt, Jeff reconnected with his old friend Julian Coaster, who brought in the youngster Jeremy Barnes to play drums. Jeff's old Rustin buddy Scott Spillane was making pizzas until Jeff told him to quit and join the band. They came together at Julian's grandma's house in Queens, and from that point forward, the lineup of Jeff, Julian, Jeremy, and Scott would be known as Neutral Milk Hotel, and it was cemented. Uh, Following their initial kickoff in New York, the band returned to Athens, where their Rustin creative community had somewhat transplanted itself. Uh, This is the peak production era in Athens uh, of Elephant Six, with everyone contributing to each other's work and playing on each other's albums. Uh, And Elephant Six classics came out of this time, like Elf Powers, When the Red King Comes, and Olivia Tremor Control's Dusk at Cubis Castle. Lance Bangs was a part of this uh, whole crowd in Athens, accomplished music video and film and TV director. And uh, he documented some of their early performances, including Jeff's solo set at Jittery Joe's. There are stories of house parties where the band would play and silence the partiers with the urgent brilliance of their songs. When the band had worked the songs out with their friends in Athens, they joined Robert in Denver, where they would record In the Aeroplane Over the Sea. I love Robert's producing philosophy is that you're creating a sort of dream room that is like real life, but with much more interesting furniture. And that's how he approaches making songs. And that's definitely what they created on this album. These songs could stand alone as acoustic works, but Robert's production, Scott's horns, Jeremy's furious drumming, Julian's accordions and odd tape loop sounds and Jeff's unmistakable creaky howl together create a magical world that listeners have seeked to inhabit for 25 years. Jeff's cryptic and surrealist lyrics have sparked countless hours of interpretation and debate from music scholars and record collectors alike. The diary of Anne Frank heavily inspired Jeff's writing on this album. In the Athens days, he would often be spotted with the book and the iconic Colin 1945 song uh, is the most apparent where it references to the only girl I ever loved being killed only weeks before the guns all came and rained on everyone. And Jeff also envisions a reincarnated future for Anne on that song, becoming a little boy in Spain. 
And this sentiment of endings becoming new beginnings is really the story of Nutramilk Hotel. The Rust and Creative Collective dispersing, only to come back together again in various forms in various places. Granny's old house in Queens became a breeding ground for new friendships and new creations. And a musical work that seemed forgotten continues to find a new life with future generations of listeners. And that is the rise and reign of Nutramilk Hotel. I'm checking out because I've been in this hotel for quite a while and I enjoyed my <laughs> stay. Um, well, we're not done yet, though, because I do have a little bit more to share, Kev, uh, because I I wanted to tell the band story, but I also wanted to tell my own personal history. Why don't you uh, why don't you tell us what the fucking neutral milk hotel is? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's the surreal. That's, that's the of that's the lyrics. real deep dive. We need someone to go on. <laughs> Um, I will say though, uh, it his original project was called Milk when he was young. So, uh, and then he found out there was a band called Milk and changed it to Neutral Milk Hotel. When I was about fifteen or sixteen years old, my older cousin Brian burned me a handful of CDs from his collection from the early to mid aughts indie classics. And as a Christian kid who was raised on mainly Christian music for the first ten years of my life. I had begun to expose myself to secular music, uh, but Brian really opened my eyes to the world of music, and honestly, that's why he and I originally started this podcast, is because we love sharing music in that way. Uh, one of these albums that Brian burned me back in the day was Neutral Milk Hotel's debut album on Avery Island, and I loved every song. The one that really wowed me is the instrumental track, Marching Theme which is super like psychedelic and crazy. And it really just distills that psychedelic marching band sound perfectly into a track. And Aeroplane has always been my favorite love song because it perfectly captures that sentiment of love, but in the context of a crazy life, acknowledging the inevitability of death to make this celebration of life more joyous. And so I quickly consumed all their music and they quickly became one of my favorite bands uh, and made me look at music in an entirely different way. And I've been writing my own music for the past 15 years. And Jeff Mangum is honestly one of the biggest influences on me. Um, but Kev, the main reason I wanted to talk about this, because I've had a couple weird magical moments involving neutral milk hotel. So that's why I was so eager to get here because the first one was this shirt that I'm wearing featuring Brian Dewan's beautiful art that he did for Aeroplane. Um, and I found it at the Salvation Army down the street from my house in high school. And it just seemed so random. I guess it's from like American Outfitters. But I was like, holy shit, this is like, what are the chances? Um, and then years later, you know, John King books in Detroit. Kev? Yeah, it's huge, Great massive. Star. It has multiple floors. Yeah. And. Uh, so one time Kyle and I were there and we're in the music section. I got this Bob Dylan biography. I was like, I'm not really seeing much. Um, and then we're walking around that we're back downstairs about to check out in a random spot, not the music section. I see this tiny book in the aeroplane over the sea. And I'm like, wait, hold on. And I grab it. And so this is like my prized possession on my bookshelf. And like just the fact that I found it in that literally a needle in a haystack, if you've seen John King books. So uh, to answer my earlier question about do they have magical powers? Yes, they do. And it's proven in my life. Uh, 
but the band uh, reunited in 2014 and did a tour, and I was able to see them play at Royal Oak Music Theater, and I was just looking at the set list, uh, playlist I made today, and it was such an amazing experience, like, seeing a ghost, because I was like, this is never going to happen in my lifetime. I'm never going to be able to see them. And then I was able to. And uh, then in 2019, as I love to bring up all the time, Kyle and I danced to In the Aeroplane Out Over the Sea at our wedding. Uh, And there is currently a documentary that premiered last November called The Elephant Six Recording Co. And I cannot wait to watch it. It's not been widely released yet. Um, But that is my personal history with Neutral Milk Hotel. It's great. As as the person who got to hit play uh, at your wedding on that song. You did. I did. Uh, oh. it, it's meaningful to me as well. So, Yes. Um, so now let's quickly talk about the compilation because we're going to listen to a song from it. This compilation is called The Collected Works of Neutral Milk Hotel. It has the two aforementioned albums plus the Everything Is EP, which I had to buy that on iTunes back in the day. Because I couldn't find it anywhere else. The the depths I stooped to. Um, but then you also have the Ferris Wheel on Fire EP, which had been previously unreleased. And those have some unreleased tracks uh, from the version that's on iTunes There uh, for everything is. There's two new tracks. Some live tracks, as well as two versions of Little Birds, which is the only post-aeroplane Neutral Milk Hotel song. I highly recommend it. I was just listening to both versions today, the 2014 live version and then like the original demo. But I'm actually going to play one that is from On Avery Island, the first album, not one of these unreleased songs as great as they are. I highly recommend them, but I wanted to play my absolute favorite neutral milk hotel song. So we're going to go with garden head. Leave me alone. Track eight on on Avery Island And I think it's a very underrated track in their catalog because, I mean, the sound is great. It's fuzz in full force. And Jeff's lyrics are just so beautifully written and some of his words that I hold closest to my heart. And also there's just a banger key change where it goes from minor key to major key, and it's just awesome. So I'm very happy that I get to say these words on this podcast. Let's take a listen to Neutral Milk Hotel with Garden Head. Leave me alone. There are beads that wrap around your knees that crackle into the dark like a walk in the park.
Of course. A hot diggity dog with a glass of neutral milk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In the garden. Of course. Like, like without a doubt. The, the most guaranteed hot diggity dog I've ever given. Uh, yeah. Both those albums are incredible. Um, obviously, yeah. Luke, I don't have as large of an affinity for them <laughs> as you do, but I, I, that's a very high bar to clear. They're both incredible yes. pieces of music, and uh, sure. I'm glad that they're getting like this this comprehensive re-release. Like, I'm absolutely gonna go and listen to it top to bottom because it's not a band that I've given as much focus to. Uh, you know, as much as I probably should have. I didn't have a Brian to yeah. burn me a copy of it. There you go. And I'm I'm worse off for it. Yeah. I'll be your Brian. It's okay. I will be your Brian figure. Um, <laughs> that's father figure by George Michael. Um, but yeah, no, it's an amazing song. My favorite lyrics, I love uh, Follow Me Through, A City of Frost-Covered Angels. I swear I have nothing to prove. I just want to dance in your tangles. You give me some reason to move. Just beautiful lyrics. I love everything about it. And this album, uh, like the songs that precede it and come after some of the greatest. It's definitely like, I I didn't even know the difference when I first heard the two albums. That like one was made without the four of them and one was made with the four of them. uh, Because they just recreated the sound in this so well. But um, yeah, definitely on Avery Island, it's... I look on their Spotify and the top 10 songs are the first 10 songs on uh, Aeroplane. Out of order, but <laughs> it's the first 10 songs. That's so I'm like, funny. hey, let's get get Avery Island's numbers up. It's a great album. So that was Neutral Milk Hotel with Garden Head, Leave Me Alone, from the collected works of Neutral Milk Hotel, out today on Merge Records. Luke, Beach House started something. Or at least they popularized something recently because yes, uh, they, of course, put out Once Twice Melody in four separate parts over the course of, like, six months, right? Like, yeah. Like, half a year, ballpark. Yeah. starting in late 2021, and then came out in February 2022. Yeah. Um, so, Django Django must have seen that and been like, yes, that's it. Because that is what they're doing with their fifth studio album off planet. Uh, the first, the first quarter just released this month and we're due for the whole thing on June 16th. That last album of theirs glowing in the dark, which featured Charlotte Gainsbourg on a song that album ruled. So I'm very excited for new Django Django. Yeah. Uh, the taste that I brought today is pretty stellar. Uh, you know, for those that are unfamiliar with Django Django, they began with and remained driven by the core of Dundee-born Dave McLean and Vincent Naff from Derry in Northern Ireland. Oh, Derry boy. Who met at the Edinburgh School of Art. They very quickly added Tommy Grace and Jimmy Dixon and became the fully-fledged band that is carried on to today as they prepare Off Planet, their fifth album. Uh, the track I'll be playing today is an explosion of 90s-inspired breakbeat, which rules, like... This is a little jock jammy, and I'm very excited to okay. bring that today. Uh, it's packed with organs, pianos, and synth strings, and uh, the track also features Self Esteem, which is the project of Rebecca Lucy Taylor, uh, who's bringing some irresistible hooks. Uh, 
and I'm just I'm a big fan of this. It's it's gonna put a smile on your face. It's great. Uh, I can't so wait. let's let's give a listen to Django Django featuring Self Esteem with Complete Me.
I'll get that a lordy lordy Barry Gordy. Hey. I would dare to say that is a lot jock jammy. Yes. <laughs> that is some the staples of jock jams like that. Woo! Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, exactly. That's classic. The last it twenty seconds, two. it's just like slow fading out with all those notes or that yeah, all those sound effects great. just repeating. It's great. I think, but it was there was some interesting stuff going on because it was like very like fun in the sun vibes uh, going on, but it was that jock jammy thing too. So it felt like not like too in your face. There was like a great steady beat, but mm-hmm. it still felt kind of like vibey and floaty too with uh, self esteem uh, vocals as well, yeah. which I loved. The album last year, prioritized pleasure. Yeah, that was a great one. Highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was super cool, and the it was kind of dissonant, like I- intentional yeah. dissonance, like with the chords, those three chords with her melody. It was very interesting. So yeah, I enjoyed it. But always funky as hell. That's what Django Django is gonna bring for sure. Luke, can I suggest something that might t- it might be too much for you? You might tell okay. me no. What if Dad Rock Summer was last year, and what if it's Jock's Jock Jam Summer this year? Um, I I will struggle with that because okay. I don't know that I have any jock jams ready to go. hundred percent. But. but would would you be mad about having to sift through jock jams? Well, I told you I already have my dad rock summer playlists ready to go. So selfishly, that is the style of music that I like. Um, All right, but we can discuss. Yeah, I uh, I don't know if you've seen the. It's a BBC show originally, but it's on Netflix now, called Kunk on Earth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have you seen it? No, I've just seen the... So, it's it's very funny. I highly recommend it. But every episode, she somehow connects a historical event to the release of Technotronic's Pump Up the Jam. Uh, <laughs> and, like, then plays a solid minute of the music video in the episode oh like with fun facts but the fun facts keep getting like wilder and wilder like about oh like the kennedy assassination or stuff like that uh <laughs> and it happens every episode and i'm i'm i'm, I'm big That's on jock jams right now so uh <laughs> okay. maybe i'll have my own little jock jam spring or something hey we'll do something with jock jams <laughs> i promise you that um that was django django with Complete Me, featuring self-esteem off of Off Planet, their four-part album. Part one is out now, and the full thing will be out June 16th. So check it out via Because Music. All right. Well, this is quite a day. I mean, first I'm playing a song from Neutral Milk Hotel. Now I'm going to play a song from the solo project of a member of one of my other favorite bands, Animal Collective. This is the new album from AV Tear, a.k.a. Dave Portner from Animal Collective. And I was mentioning last week, yeah, I, I blew my cover that I was going to play this uh, this week when I shouted out the album last week. And uh, I was saying that some of my favorite Animal Collective songs, I mean, it's always mixed, but For Reverend Green and Summertime Clothes were two that came to mind that I'm like, I'm pretty sure those are primarily Portner songs, and those are two of my favorites. And... I really enjoyed this album. You know, it's it's always a little different from what he does on Animal Collective, definitely his own style, but still along those lines and with some of the shades. And, I mean, you just got his his signature voice as well. But we're going to listen to the, the album opener 
called Invisible Darlings. And I'm going to read this whole story that A.V. Chair uh, told about. It's really cool. He said, once while taking a road trip with my girlfriend, we stopped in a steak and shake to use the bathroom and get a milkshake. I wasn't in the best mood. There was a lot of traffic and the weather was gloomy. Stress on the brain. The server asked what my name was. I told her and she said, we had a Daniel in here last week. I asked him what it was like in the lion's den. I smiled and she continued (laughs) some humorous banter for a moment. She stepped away and returned with our milkshakes. I stuck my finger in them, both of them, just to make sure they taste good, she said. I busted out laughing. Nice one, I said. Back at the car, I felt lighter. It was just joking around as well. The interaction and the joke stuck with me for some time. I had just come face to face with an invisible darling, an unlikely person doing a simple positive act to help me get through the day. The people that pick up things we've carelessly dropped help us move, tell us a joke to make us smile in a world where it seems like sometimes the only newsworthy things are the terrible things happening and the race to survive exceeds all. It's healthy to open your eyes and see that there are good things happening around us all the time. It can make a person want to participate. It's a beautiful sentiment. And with that, let's take a listen to A.V. Tear with Invisible Darlings.
gonna give that a hot diggity dog. Whoop whoop. Yeah, of course. Um, and I mean, you're kind of hitting all of the indie goats um, through the decades today between Neutral Milk Hotel yeah. and Milk Collective. So I, I'm very excited for your next one because it's going to be like... You know what it is? Uh, it's an indie goat of the present and oh, the future. Oh, I, and you but said we'll it. We'll get there. And you said it last week, but I've totally forgotten what it was. So. Yep. And I'll never tell until mm-hmm. a couple minutes from now when I yeah. do. <laughs> but I love it. It's great. I, it, this is going to be a very critically put music opinion. But the piano in that song sounds like a cartoon piano in a saloon where it like <laughs> dances, you know? Yeah, exactly. And that I feel like is a very, like, the things that feel Animal Collective y, like, where you see, oh, that's what he brought to the band, too. Like, the, like, those background, like, like, voices in the, and then that, yeah, it's very, like, I don't know, very interesting, yeah, use of the piano, but I love it. And I love the we'll meet there part that gets stuck in my head over and over again. Just that we'll meet there, we'll meet there. Yeah. Something about going low and then high is just so catchy. Uh, but yeah, this album's really cool and it came out last Friday. So I go forth and listen. Okay. Um, <laughs> Get out of here. Um, no, so that was A.V. Tear with in, Invisible Darlings from Sevens out now on Domino Recording Co. And just to reiterate my joke from last week, Sevens, it's an album about George Costanza Sons. I uh, I saw a image photoshopped of the hit character Modoc from the recently put out Ant-Man and the Lost boy. Quantumania. But it was George Costanza, and boy, that's everything I ever wanted. Um, that would be so. I'll, if Jason Alexander had been Modoc, damn. Anyway, that stinks. But you know what helps with stink? Body wash, uh, which is the band I'll be playing next. Nice, Old Spice. Uh, no, just generic. Good oh, old, okay. Just just body wash. Uh, hey, it's affordable. Yeah. Um, I held the shape while I could. The sophomore record from that Montreal duo. Home is a mutable thing, a location that is fixed until it isn't. Over this album's 12 tracks, Chris Stewart and Rosie Longdecter reflect on their separate and shared experiences of losing a a sense of place, the way something once solid can slip between your fingers, and their attempts to build something new from the fallout. Uh, These two band members grew up very far apart. Chris in London, listening to British dream pop and classic shoegaze. Rosie was raised in Toronto on classic Canadian folk. So they bonded over Always, the dream pop band with the Canadian folk pedigree. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, a favorite of this podcast. So sure. working towards blending their own airy vocals, intricate guitar work, and atmospheric synths, they released their debut EP as Body Wash in 2016 and their first full-length Comforter in 2019. And the band has done nothing but get better and better since, because this song rules. Uh, It's got stark guitars and relentless drums that accompany Stewart's whispered vocals as he recounts an experience of bureaucratic purgatory. In 2020, a typo in a government letter caused him to lose his legal work status in Canada, which is super messed up and probably shouldn't happen. That's... So frustrating. Yeah, uh, I cannot imagine, but if there is a singular silver lining, is that it gave us this track, 
and it rules. Let's give a listen to Body Wash with Massive Central. enjoyed that it was a nice uh vibey sound some some good uh guitar work and some good uh clicky drums going on yeah. uh and yeah it was, it was a cool sound i dug it it's just a good song to get all over you kind of just like rub all around get it man. all over you yeah just you know get that body wash on you just get stuck in the honey pot of that song i don't know when you said get all over you i just picture winnie the pooh like it Halfway into a, a pot of honey, so yeah, and that dude's already half naked, so the <laughs> yeah, it's right. a whole situation. That was body wash with Massive Central off the upcoming "I Held the Shape While I Could" out April fourteenth on Light Organ. 
All right, well, you just played a Canadian duo, and I'm going to do the same. Uh, and this is actually a duo of twins. This is Soft Cult, made up of twins Mercedes and Phoenix Arnhorn, which uh, I just heard this song, saw it on Stereo Gum. Uh, it's called Dress. And they have a great, they combine grunge, shoegaze, dream pop, and punk. Very, like, goth rocky sound that was very striking. And I just, like, loved this song. Then reading the meaning behind it, it's actually the darkest track on the EP being about assault and harassment. So there's definitely a deeper meaning going on here uh, that I didn't even pick up on the next time. And, you know, we call that a puke, a pumped up kicks experience. Uh um, Because, yeah, we love a good song that is deceptively catchy, um, but has, you know, a deeper layer to it. And... That's what we're going to get on this song, Dress. And this is coming from their EP, See You in the Dark, which is out March 24th. And the title is inspired by Nietzsche's famous quote, Battle not with monsters, lest you become a monster. And if you gaze into the abyss, the abyss gazes also into you. So on that note, let's take a listen to Soft Cult with Dress.
Luke, I'm getting full because this is my third hot diggity dog of the night. There you go. That rules. Yeah, that song is amazing. I mean, the sound alone. Damn. Yeah, and they don't even have an album out yet, right? No, they're uh, they're a pretty new band. That's crazy. Um, I uh, I went and liked the This Is Soft Cult playlist so I can pretend nice. it's an album because I crave long form music, but I'm I'm excited to hear more. Um, it's crazy. Just like I didn't realize the meaning, and so I'm like literally reacting right now just to picking up on new meanings in the lyric, knowing that it's about assault and harassment, like the lyrics of following me home and will you be the last face I see and then that I'll never be the same again and I love that haunting ending where everything cuts out yeah. and it's just that voice screaming like I'll never be the same again brutal um that powerful captures the reality of yeah the scar that that trauma leaves um beautifully done and yeah I'm super excited this band is amazing and I'm just blown away by everything they accomplish on that song it's just so so many different things happening it just all works so well together uh and oh when i was when i was introducing them i forgot a couple accolades uh one thing they'll be touring with muse in canada awesome and also kev this is what i should have said first to entice you this is Haley approved Haley williams champions this band baby so uh, n- not one more you asked for yeah Really not. And um, you know what's cool is they are said in the press release to be starting a new Riot Girl movement. And, you know, I've been reading. Uh, I finished the 33 and a third book of Neutral Milk Hotel. Now I'm reading the one on In, U- in Utero by Nirvana. And, you know, talking about them channeling grunge, Riot Girl was really like a big inspiration on the whole grunge movement before Kurt Cobain blew up. He was good friends with Kathleen Hanna of Bikini Kill. And, like, that's what was interesting in the Punk Singer, the documentary about Kathleen Hanna. They say, yeah, people think, like, you know, Kurt Cobain just, like, invented the sound. It's like he actually, like, was inspired by hanging out with the Riot Girl gang mm-hmm. back in the day. So, um, so it's fitting that this band who's channeling grunge and goth rock is uh, starting this new Riot Girl movement. And, I'm here for it. Can't wait for more music from Soft Cult. And they also have a Discord server. They're cool like us. Um, and they have their own Discord server called SC Ripture, like scripture, but SC for Soft Cult. Uh-huh. And they also make their own zine. Whoa. Uh, and they're on volume 24. Super cool. Wow. Yeah. That's sweet. So that was Soft Cult with Dress. And that is from. The EP, See You in the Dark, out March 24th via Easy Life Records. At the beginning of February, Hugenboom, the... Gesundheit. Nom de plume of singer-songwriter Brandon Hugenboom, released the final single of his debut album, Good for Nothing, a spiraling blackout montage. Uh, which is a Whoa. great title. This, uh, this track I'll be playing today features darkly shaded swoons and provides perfect accompaniment to Brandon's biting satirical exploration of blame in the internet age. In the end, it's mm-hmm. a song about the contradictions that make us human. As Brandon puts it, I hope that we get better at seeing the gray area, the good, the bad, and the in-between in order to find some common ground. Uh, this album is the result of Brandon putting his honest self forward artistically and personally. 
all the while exercising his muscle for writing gorgeous, full-bodied songs that sound both timeless and immediate. He says, This is the first collection of recorded music that I'm really proud of, and it feels like it's just the beginning. But every day I'm pushing myself and my art forward, too. Uh, I just love to see a debut where someone has finally, like, just put together the perfect essence of their musical self into an album. And I feel like this album is really that. So let's give a listen to Hoogenboom with Shame on Us. That was a cool uh, song. I liked it. And the uh, I was like not fully sold until those strings came in. I was like, okay, this is cool. Um, yeah, great like singer-songwritery orchestrated sound. And I, I liked how it sort of bloomed there. Yeah, it really develops as the song goes on and like grows into something a little a little yeah. more than I expected, which I really enjoyed. You know me. I kind love a build. John Granty, Father John Misty uh, territory. I dig it. It's like Father John Misty left the lounge. Left the lounge. Yeah. That's going to be his, like, his next live one? album. <laughs> no, it should be his next album where he like loses all the loungeness. Yeah. 
Oh, and he's like hardcore punk. Yeah. <laughs> the Father John Misty punk album. When are we going to get that? <laughs> That'd be awesome. That was Hoogan Boom with Shame on Us from his debut, Good for Nothing, parentheses, a spiraling blackout montage. Out now via Rose Garden. Well, we got one thing left to do, and that's talk about the music we're excited for coming out this very day in Shouts. Well, you already know what's coming up first. It's Neutral Milk Hotel, the collected works of Neutral Milk Hotel. So happy. It's all out now. Uh, So go check it out. Shouts to one of the greatest bands in the world ever. Um, Then we got Algiers with Shook. Great song from this featuring Samuel T. Herring from uh, Future Islands. Uh, I don't remember if it was him or his other uh, project, Hemlock Ernst, but it was good. Um, Also, if you liked uh, Young Fathers, Algiers, they used to be kind of similar. I feel like they veered off in different directions, but they still play after each other on Spotify. So if you're a fan of Young Fathers, you might dig Algiers. Enatand and Anna, which I believe is a French band with Principia. They had an amazing album a couple years ago, so super excited for another one from them. Then we got Logic, great rapper with College Park. And then Shame, a good rock band with Food for Worms. Whoa, that sounds like a sort of blackout spiral uh, of its own there. So, yeah, this is a big week. Some good stuff. What you got, Kev? So, I'll cover the bigger hitters of this week. Yeah. Um, we've got the Gorillas with Cracker Island. Uh, me and all my buddies when we go on our bachelor party. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's going to be your bachelor party later this year, Kev. Yep. Uh, and I, the Strokes with the singles, Volume One. If you if you can't stand those weird ass Strokes B sides, this is yeah. the album for you. I uh, am interested in that though because um, they had so many bangers on those first few albums, and it's just like ten of those singles. And yeah. so I'm like, it will be interesting to sort of listen to those as an album because I bet it will just be hit after hit. After it's hit. It's gonna be every Strokes song that I bought on iTunes. Yeah, uh, because I didn't buy full albums. I just bought all the hits. So it's just like <laughs> Reptilia and Last Night and all the all the other classics. And then uh, U.S. Girls with Bless This Mess. I've been a big fan of them, so I'm excited yeah. to check this out further. Those uh, singles, Brian sent me the one because it's from the point of view of a tuxedo. And I said, is it the tuxedo from the Jackie Chan movie? And he's like, I don't know. It doesn't mention fighting, so I'm not sure. M- maybe. Um, but super fun but yeah it is a song from the point of view of a tuxedo so that's the kind of like brilliant songwriting you got going on u.s girls and i mean funky as hell and great sounds too so i'm excited yeah that one too. the song for american dollars was like my most oh it was in like one yeah. of my most played of whatever year it came out like 20 super good 20 wow not that long ago yeah no fairly new band but excited for that one for sure uh well, we got to talk about our three daddies. We're Planet Ant Podcast, powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetant.com. Check out all the great stuff over there. And then head over to offshelf.net. Check out all the great interviews and columns going on over there. And hey, we've got something going on today. If you're listening to this in the morning and it's not noon yet, pop over in our Discord channel. We're doing monthly music recap listening parties 
at the end of every month, the last Friday of every month, in our Discord channel. So I'll just be spinning our playlist of all the music that we've liked this month. And uh, feel free to chime in in the chat and uh, come listen along. You can listen to the playlist along with us on Spotify, and it'll be a grand old time. Follow us on all social media at Best Song Ever Pod. And you can follow me at Indie Darling Music. I will have a cover of Garden Head up by the time this episode is out. So go check that out as well. Uh, follow me at Minty Fresh Kevin on Twitter. I won't have anything creative up there, but sometimes I do funny things there. He's funny. And he had some cool green album covers that you can check out in that one tweet. So that's going to do it for us this week. As always, I'm Luke LeBen saying, you better check your perspective. And I'm Kevin Connor saying, go ahead, chase those waterfalls. This is the best song ever. Can't believe how strange it is to be anything at all. Well, it's best song ever. Another podcast better. Been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.